Hey guys, welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing and final week of 2020 so far. This is the last week of the year. By the time this episode comes out, you guys will be two days away from the new year. Congratulations, friends. (laughs) It's been a strange different one to say the least and to also say the most because there's so much happening that there's not enough words for it strange just kind of encompasses all of it abnormal weird strange yes and for those of you who had an amazing one congratulations and for those of you who didn't quite have an amazing one congratulations that it's almost over either way it's all a win-win we're all stepping into 2021 by the grace of God with a new fresh mind, a fresh perspective, and well-prepared if you've been listening to all of these episodes. And this is the fifth and final episode of the About 2021 Preparation Series. As we approach the new year, I wanted to help you guys start off on the right foot and with the right perspective. And for this final week, I want to talk about being lukewarm. So last week we spoke about residue and all the ways that it shows up. And one of the ways that it often shows up is through apprehension and being lukewarm. Many people go through experiences, right? And these experiences, as I said, if you don't know what I mean by residue, please go listen to episode 89. Well, yeah, this is also my 90th episode, 10 more away from 100. That's mind blowing, but that's... That's a whole nother celebration that's coming 10 weeks from now. Um, But yeah, um, go have a listen to the residue episode so that you can really understand what residue is and how to rid yourself of any lingering 2020 residue as you enter into 2021. And being lukewarm and apprehensive is one of the residues of negative past experiences right like when we do something with all of our heart or all of our intent and it doesn't necessarily go the way we want what happens is that that negative experience hinders our ability to fully commit to whatever a new situation is while also not wanting to fully retreat right so being lukewarm means that you have one foot in and one foot out it's living in the middle you're not passionate enough to be hot but you're also not indifferent enough to be cold you're lukewarm just like when you dip your finger in some lukewarm water and you can't feel it it's there though it's just perfect and when you're taking a shower this could be the ideal but living your most fulfilled life in any regard of whatever that means to you being lukewarm is not where you want to be at all it's gonna hinder you it'll it'll discourage you and it'll stop you being lukewarm means that you will not commit you're not committing to fully being invested in something whereas you're also not committed to fully stepping away you kind of want it but not enough to really push in but what happens is that when you don't commit you're always too close to the exit to experience greatness the perfect metaphor is being in a house right if you stand in the doorway that is pretty much being lukewarm 
if you want to get to everything that's inside of the house, you really got to get past the doorway. Like even if you think of people's safes and their most valuable possessions or all the important things, no one keeps that stuff by the doorway, right? So if you want to get in, you have to really be in. You can't stand under under the arcway of the door and expect to experience whatever it is you truly want, right? So that's why it's so important that we try not to be lukewarm, especially when we're entering into this year. Because I know if you listen to this podcast and you have been for the past 90 some odd episodes, you probably have a similar mindset to mine. You do not want to just be average. You want to reach your full potential. You want to get the most out of life and you want to fulfill your destiny in whatever way that you were meant to fulfill it. You don't want to just go through the motions and not live with intention and purpose. So being lukewarm is the opposite of all of that great stuff I just said, right? So by now, I'm sure that many of you guys have intentions in one way or another for whatever you want next year. That could be having goals, having resolutions, just continuing whatever it is that you're doing now. And for most of us, these goals and intentions are in our mind. And that's a good place for them to be, but it's not the only place where our goals and our intentions need to be, especially if you don't want to be lukewarm. The way I look at goals, intentions, and what I want for myself is through the Trinity. And the Trinity is the mind, the body, and the spirit. Part of being lukewarm is making up your mind and leaving it there. You're activating one part of the Trinity and you're not taking the steps in the other part of the Trinity to ensure that you're really well-rounded in what you're doing. And being lukewarm could be activating any of them, right? Like it could be activating the spirit and intention intentioning with faith that you're going to achieve something and wanting it to be true, but you don't think about it and you don't physically action it, right? Like in the Bible, it says faith without works is dead, right? Because there are all of these parts that come together for you to really attain whatever it is that you want. So if you want something, you need to start moving in its possession and believing that it's attainable, right? So as I said, you think about something, right? And you make up your mind, but you need to start actioning the other parts. You need to trigger the spirit. You need to trigger the body. If those are the two that you're missing and you need to believe it's available and attainable to you. Because if you say you want something, but you look around you and you don't believe it's ever possible, it's never going to be possible. And I tell you guys this all the time, right? Like as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You might want something, but if you believe it's too far-fetched, it's unrealistic. It's not something that happens to people like you or you don't have what it takes. You're never going to have what it takes. And I tell you guys this so often, like you guys are probably like, we've heard you. But when you have that men, um, that mind state that you can't get something, even if you see it coming, you're going to miss it every single time, or you're going to get it and it's going to slip through your fingers because you don't believe it to be true. You don't believe it to be something you're deserving of. So how would you even be able to steward it well when you're being disturbed by a lack of worthiness or a lack of deservingness of whatever it is that you're possessing, right? So what you need to do is to be ready for what you want. That is how you get out of being lukewarm. And this is really what you need to focus on. You need to focus on being ready and being prepared. Like for me, 
one of the ways that this episode, I actually didn't, if I'm being honest with you guys, which I try my best to do, when I got to this part five, I didn't know what I was going to tell you guys. I was absolutely unsure of what I was going to say so much so that I was going to look for, um, do a replay of one of my past episodes that I felt could probably fit in and just give you guys that. But then life happened and inspiration is always around you if you're paying attention and you're open. So recently, we had guests coming over. I didn't know these guests were coming over until they told us they were about 30 minutes away, something like that. And in having these unexpected guests come over, one of the things I had to do was rush and clean, (laughs) which I'm sure many of you guys can probably relate to. I had to rush and clean because... Things weren't clean. Things weren't as neat as they should have been. Things weren't as neat as I wanted them to be. And having to get ready and clean such um, in such a haste and very last minute meant that a lot of things were just hidden. I stuffed them away because I wasn't prepared, right? And as I was scrambling like Lunette the Clown for any of you Canadian 90s babies who get that reference, um, <laughs> as I was scrambling, I thought to myself that if I had just been cleaning every day and keeping things neat and tidy, I would not be in this predicament where things are happening and I'm rushing to get it done to a semi-decent state in whatever time frame I have, right? So this just goes into showing why it's important to not be lukewarm. Do you want it or do you not want it? If you want it, it's time to prepare because one of the things that people don't often realize and one of the things that I have realized a lot through the analogy I just gave you and through life in general is that you don't always get the privilege to prepare once it comes. A lot of the blessings, a lot of the goals that we have for ourselves will come at us so fast, our head will spin so fast that if we haven't done the preparation, they will become a burden. And what kind of life is it to live where the things that you've wanted the most when they're given to you they cause you more harm than good. They become a burden on your life. They become something that you regret ever wanting and you have to get rid of because you didn't do your due diligence. And it's actually a very arrogant perspective to assume that things are going to happen and then you're going to have time to figure them out. If you already have intentioned yourself and you know what you want, why don't we get started, right? The vision of who is living your dream what would they, sorry, the version of yourself who is living your dream life, what would they be doing right now? This is the question you need to ask yourself. No matter what it is that you want, what would, close your eyes and imagine me 2.0 or whatever it is, and me who has accomplished those great things that I want, what would I be doing right now? What would I be doing when I wake up in the morning? How would I prepare my day? What assurances would I have in place? What protections would I have in place? What preparations would I have made to ensure that things run smoothly? What would that version of you be doing right now? Now it's time for you to take whatever that answer is. Pause this and write it down if you need to do that. I'll try and throw this prompt in in the show notes for you so that then you can take a look at it and maybe take a screenshot and write it out. But that version of you, what would they be doing? And that whatever iteration of that you can do right now in your ability, that 
is what you need to start doing so that you don't stay lukewarm, so that you're actually working towards what you want so that when it comes, you're ready for it. It won't scare you. It won't breeze past you because you don't even know what it looks like. This is what we need to do. Um, another question that I have is that if everything you ever wanted was guaranteed to happen tomorrow, what would you have to do today? I think this is even an even easier question to think of than the first one, because if, if your dream business, if your business started making a million dollars tomorrow, what would you need to have prepared today? And whatever it is that you would need to have prepared, start there. This is where we start. And this is how we take those actions. Because if you start to think and take those actions, you're taking faith steps towards the reality of what you want. And when you're taking faith steps and you're actioning things, you're activating now not only the mind, which has already been actioned, I mean activated, but now you're activating the body and the spirit because to take a faith step activates your faith, of course. And then to take a step physical in whatever way it manifests itself for your particular situation, that is the body. So now you've activated the full Trinity and given yourself the widest chance of success because your mind is your mind, body, and soul are fully tapped in and in agreement about whatever it is you're intentioning or whatever it is you're going towards. You take tangible and sensible faith steps and in activating that, you activate your trinity and things start to move. Like I know people might not believe in all of this stuff, but trust me, when when you are at one, or at peace with what you want for yourself, you start to look at the world different. You start to take a look at things and you start to see the light of the um, possibility. You start to see the reality because you're stepping towards it. And a few examples of like faith steps that you can take towards things that you want next year. These are a few that I thought of and things that I've actually also seen people do that has been very positive towards the life that they wanted. And they've been able to get to that place of not being lukewarm and eventually accomplishing whatever it is. The first one is calling a realtor and seeing about houses. If you want to be a homeowner, go see what the market's looking like. Go to a few open houses when it's legal to do so (laughs) and see what kind of houses you want. Get to know about what's going on in the market. Get to see what you can afford. You could even call a mortgage broker and figure out what your mortgage rate is. Figure out how much you'd need for a down payment. Figure out what your credit will be approved or like what what kind of mortgage pre-approval you'll have. These things cost you nothing. But if you say you want a house and you put it in your mind, but you've never actually stepped into a home, you've never looked at the paperwork, you've never you've never attempted to see what kind of houses you could afford and what's available, how how much do you really want it? It's just a thought. You haven't actualized it, you haven't believed it, and you haven't taken steps towards it, right? Taking the step of going to a realtor and seeing what house what the house, housing market is saying will not do anything to you. Right, They don't make you sign a contract where you have to pay them to see houses. And even if they did, you can go to those um, showrooms, like the little houses that they build on the side, like the model homes. Yes, that's what they're called. Model homes. You could go to a model home and just take a quick walk through, see what it's like, ask a bunch of questions. When I go to places 
where I believe I will be someday, even if I'm not there yet, I don't get nervous. That's one of the things, right? I'll walk into a model home and I'll be like, oh, this is lovely. Mm, These um, countertops are granite. How much is marble? Oh, 700 extra per square foot. Not bad. Not bad. Like some people might think that's faking it, but it's not faking it. I believe that this will be mine someday. And if I believe that I can accomplish it and it's something um, that's able within my reach, why should it be scary to me? I'm not scared of my future. I'm not scared of the riches that are going to come. I'm not scared of the success that will come because the moment I become scared of it in my presence now or in my present self now, how how do I assume that that's going to switch off if it comes at me impromptu? Like, I hope it will. All the hard work I'm doing, I'm on the 90th episode of this podcast. I've been podcasting every single week for 90 weeks straight. Like, that is actually mind-blowing. I don't know what episode's going to be the one where I wake up one morning and 200,000 people have listened to it. I'll never know. But if I'm scared of what will happen when that when my hard work pays off, that means I'm not ready for my hard work to pay off. And I'm not doing all of this work for my hard work to not pay off. So that's why we need to get out of that lukewarm place. Like, I understand that disappointment is going to come when you enter in, right? But disappointment will come regardless. But at least with you entering in, you're giving yourself a fighting chance to also get greatness instead of staying by the door and avoiding disappointment, but also avoiding greatness. Like, you guys already know how I feel about being risk averse. It's not possible if you want to be great. So that's my little rant on that. The second one is... buying the outfit you're going to wear for your interview. Many of us are believing for jobs right now. The job market is crazy. It's always been crazy. And then the pandemic is also here. One of the things I did in the past when I was applying for law school was that I went and bought a new outfit for the law school interview before I even got the law school interview while I was up in the application process. Well, actually, right after I finished my applications, because I had believed that I'm going to get an interview and I want to dress nice and look good. So what I'm going to do is go take a faith step, go to the mall and go shopping specifically for this event that I want to take place in my life, believing that it's going to happen. And I did get a law school interview. I clearly didn't get accepted because I've never talked to you guys about that, but I did. Right. So that's one of the things we can do is activating not just oh I've applied and I want it I'm gonna wish it I'm gonna manifest it even if you manifestation is like a three-tier program you need to do all of the parts because that's when you're in the trinity and you're in alignment with whatever it is that you want so that then it can come to you another example is to start saving money in an account towards your wedding I knew somebody who actually wasn't married yet was still dating someone and she She started saving towards her wedding. And before you knew it, they were engaged. They got married. The money wasn't a burden to her at that time because she had been preparing for it, right? If something you want to do is get married and you understand that the average cost of a wedding is $30,000 and you know that if you, that's not money that you can come up with um, at the snap of your fingers, If that's what you want to do, start saving it in a savings account. At the most, you'll get a little bit of interest. I mean, at the most, you'll be prepared for your wedding and you won't have to delay it whenever the time comes. And at the least, you just gave yourself a nest egg that's collecting, even if it's a small amount, but it's connecting some interest. And it's not just 
you have some money saved to the side that's not just liquid cash, right? So that's another thing that you can do because it activates the faith that that thing is going to happen, which is touching on your spirit. And then it activates the body because you're physically moving money into a place to hold it in preparation for that thing that you have made up your mind that you want to happen. Another one and the final one is creating the plans for your business while you wait for the funds to start it. This is one that a lot of people sometimes think that, oh, I have to get my website up. I have to do this and that. And sometimes it can be quite costly to start a business. I'm never going to sit here and dispute that. But what is free is planning, friends. <laughs> planning is very free. Um, start. I have a business that I'm thinking of starting and I have like my domain name. I haven't created the website or anything yet. And while I'm waiting for the perfect time for the website to be officially created and launched, I've already created the website plans. I've created the color scheme. I already have like the little um, RBG color codes for each of the colors I want on my website. I already have a template of how I want the tabs to look, what each tab will hold and all of that stuff. That cost me zero dollars. It cost me nothing. All it costed, cost me was pen, paper, and some time. And these are the things we can do because let's say tomorrow I get the perfect opportunity and I need to start, I need to have my business up and running. I need to have the website done. I already know what I want from it. So it's not even a matter of me starting from scratch or creating, right? And this is, this is how we prepare ourselves. This is how we get ourselves out of that place of being lukewarm and out of the the archway of the door by stepping in, in the ways that we can. And when I tell you guys to step in, I'm of course telling you guys to be sensible with the steps that you take. If you believe you're going to be a millionaire next month and you believe it to be true and you've made up your mind that this is the reality that belongs to you, I would not recommend you going out and buying a Bentley on your current budget in anticipation of that. That is not a sensible faith move. Like, of all the faith moves I gave you, the only one that really cost money that you that's not in savings was the one of buying an outfit that you want to wear for your interview. The rest of them are physical things that you can do. They're interactive things that you can do. And it's also just moving your money into a savings account. Moving your money into a savings account doesn't mean your money is lost. It's just that you've reallocated it out of your checking so you can no longer see it, right? So Taking these steps don't have to cost you a lot of money, don't have to be high risk. They just have to be faith-filled and intention towards whatever purpose you have to pull you out of that lukewarm space. So I really hope that that helps you guys and that resonates with you and that this is a very (laughs) well-rounded series that I've just given you guys. This is actually my first series. So it's a first for me too. And I'm really excited that I was able to do this for you guys. And I hope that as you prepare and step into this new year, by the time you hear this, it's going to be the 30th. So the 31st, the last day to do it. It's not too late to make little moves, guys. It's not too late. There is still enough time in this year, even if it's about going online and I think it's called Zolo or something where they look at houses and you just look at a few houses and you put in some of your stipulations. I know the dream car that I want and I want it for my birthday next year in June. I will report back whether that happens or not, but it's one of the gifts I want to give to myself for next year. And I went on the website and I 
went to look at the car and I designed it from scratch with all the colors, all of the souped up things that I want in it, all of the extra bundles and packages and all of that good stuff. And I saw the price and I looked at it and I said, okay, so this is what I would need if I was obviously, if I'm going to pay it cash down, but if not, I looked at the financing options. I, I called and checked what my insurance rate would be. I prepared myself so that when I get some money and if I see that it's the appropriate step to make, I'm not lost in the new year. I'm probably going to go test drive it and I'm going to walk in there and ask them all the questions as if I already have the money in my pocket because it's free 99 to do so. And whatever comes of it, when I get it, I'm not going to be scared of it. I'm not going to be scared to drive it. I'm not going to think it's too much. I'm not going to think I'm undeserving because I've already um, activated my whole Trinity to believe that it's something that is that will eventually belong to me right so yeah i really hope that this helps you guys and with that the words to live by for this week are be about that action (laughs) i think that's the best way to round up this series to round up this episode and to round up this year in preparation for next year there are some there is always something great about doing right Thoughts in our mind waver, and that's why I'm a big fan of writing down your goals, writing down your dreams, writing down your aspirations, because then you can't forget. Even if you do forget, you're going to find that little scrap sheet of paper, and you're going to be like, oh, damn, I said that? Or you're going to be like, whoa, I actually wrote this down, and I've accomplished it. There is something about taking it out of your mind and actualizing it onto paper, which is also a body move as well, right? Putting it onto paper and writing writing about how your life would be if you were already at that place and all of that, right? So this week, I want you to take a faith step away from lukewarm. There's something that you guys all want. I don't know what it is. It's not my business. My only business is to advise you. So think of something that you've been lukewarm about and take a step towards it. Activate the other parts of the Trinity that you're not activating and really just move in it. And get yourself prepared because once you do that, you're already well on your way to it coming to you and it becoming part of your story, your greatness, your destiny, and everything that you want for yourself. So yes, this is the end of the last episode of year 2020. I wish you guys the best, 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 happiest new year. Whatever this year has in store, we have no control over that. I pray that it's great. I pray that it's beneficial and I pray that it's forward moving, right? And towards our destiny and everything that we want for ourselves. At the end of the day, that's out of my control. That's out of your control. But what we can control is what we bring to the table. We don't, we have no say over anything else. Even in the most ideal of circumstances, we have no say over everything else. All we have say over is ourselves and ensuring that we're doing the best we can. And to whatever extent that I have helped you with that for this past year, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for tuning in week after week. Thank you for supporting this little dream of mine and this project of mine that I'm doing. I wish you guys the best, happiest new year. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.